This is Think Retail, a podcast where top designers, strategists, thought leaders, and business people discuss what's coming next. As retail brands are forced to close their doors in an attempt to slow the spread of COVID-19, many are understandably concerned about the impact this is going to have on their business. In times like this, it's still important, or maybe more important than ever, to keep the lines of communication open with customers. Despite retail locations shutting down left, right, and center, retailers need to be creative in maintaining relationships with their customer base, positioning themselves as part of their communities, and offering help in any way they can. Today, we're speaking to Scott MacArthur of Statflow, a brand dedicated to helping brands communicate directly with their customers about how to weather this storm. Scott, welcome and thank you for being with us remotely today. Um, Can you tell us where you're speaking to us from? Thanks. I'm sitting in in my uh, sunroom in my house in in, uh, overcast Toronto today. Can you start us off by telling us a little bit about your background in the world of retail? Yeah, so I've been in in telco for the last 15 years in a variety of roles, worked at at one of Canada's largest carriers for about 10 years before joining Statflow. So all in all, it's been about 15 years. Um, You know, when I was at TELUS, worked in consumer retail, uh, we actually built this whole cool thing around small business retail uh, and just general deal distribution across across TELUS. One of the cooler things I worked on while I was at TELUS was actually helping launch uh, wireless with the wireless category within Walmart Canada. So pretty neat. Currently running running all things revenue for Statflow as chief revenue officer. Uh, really where we, we empower thousands of, of retail locations focused on one-to-one messaging to drive engagement and build solid customer relationships. And by one-to-one messaging, can you just clarify what you mean by that? So our listeners who might not get that right off the bat can understand what you're talking about? Yeah, so I think we've, we've really zeroed on this whole concept of one-to-one. And it's, it's really meant to be you're having a back-and-forth conversation with your customer via messaging. So instead of having you know, that blast message or email that all of us have gotten over the last couple of weeks, we're really focused on enabling our, our front lines to have, or our customers' front lines to have really that that personal conversation with the customer true conversation just not a blast out and with zero response expectation from the customer i'm i'm just want to talk really <clears throat> briefly about statflow quite specifically um if you could give us a, a detailed example about this one-to-one messaging i'm thinking about a bigger brand that doesn't have that sort of local cachet can you describe in a little bit more detail how this one-to-one messaging might work with a bigger brand. Yeah, so we work with, our, our customers range from one-store wireless dealers in, in the southern U.S. to large carriers that have hundreds, if not thousands of stores, whether in the U.S. or Canada. So we work with the, the small ma and pa type locations all the way up to the big telco brands. I think what, what we've realized is even the, the big carrier brands within, within their local stores, and I've been across some pretty crazy small towns in the U.S. and Canada, within those small towns, they know I'm not saying any of these are our customers, but they know that in Wichita, Kansas, that U.S. cellular store, Johnny in that store is their person to go to. So even from a big brand standpoint, those local communities still have their people that they go to. And so that's that's really the approach that we take with our, our large enterprise customers and our smaller ones of you have the ability, you have the footprint of stores across the country or across certain regions, leverage that to your advantage and make sure that, that your reps are armed with really cool data, 
and and really cool messages to interact with their customers on a regular basis and have that back and forth text message conversation versus you know a, an offshore call center reaching out to them trying to sell something over the phone perfect okay so as everybody retreats into their homes and in many places everything other than essential services are closed what would be your first step in communicating with consumers if you're in the position where your doors are closing yeah so i think it's it's really shifting focus away from how do i get my customers coming into my retail locations to buy more stuff um, i think in times like this it's, it's really making sure that that your customers see you as as an extension of the community and you're really having that that interaction with them just to check in to make sure they're they're in a good spot let them know you're still there for them in case they need anything uh, again your stores are closing you, you really need to start thinking of of how to do business with your customers how to keep them engaged and i think a few things retailers need to think about when it comes to communications is a you know what type of message do they want to convey and how do they want to be seen by by the larger population within their community the channels that they want to use to convey that message and really the frequency of messages they're being sent out and i really look at the last probably five to seven days as a prime example of this if i look at the the channel of communications that's been used most it's been that that mass email that what what i call one to many i think now we really need to start looking at how how can local businesses how can retailers start to have that true one-to-one -one interaction as a follow-up from that from that mass approach right um, i mean we've we've all seen those emails and posts on social media and they're starting to sound a little trite even just a few days in so what do you think would make more successful messaging yeah i think it's it's really um as i said it's, it's letting your customers know that you're going to be there for them i think Part of the message is always going to be around addressing the outbreak and, and proactive tracking of the situation. Um, explain to your customers uh, what the impacts on, on the ability to serve them will be and, and how you will continue to serve them throughout this time, whether the store is open or closed. I think it's really, you need to be where, where customers are. If, if they're on their phone 24 hours a day, which you know, when, when I speak to colleagues at work right now, everybody's on their phone all the time now. They're either doing video conferences like this or, or tele, teleconferences or they're on their phone checking up on the latest news. So I think that really is the, the channel that you want to be interacting with, with customers on. Email is turning into just a lot of noise. And I think social, you know, I've looked on LinkedIn and there's almost everybody under the sun has some form of a post about what their company is doing to combat COVID. I think now it's all about a time of Let's get local, let's get personal with, with customers and make sure they know that, that we're there for them. Do you have any examples of brands that are doing a really amazing job communicating with consumers during this unprecedented situation? Yeah, we actually have a few examples of our existing customers and just some cool ones that I'm seeing in the market. In Canada or the US, telcos are really the backbone right now. There's, there's two kind of key things that are propping everything up right now. One would be the banking and financial institutions and then two is telco. You think of everybody at home right now the the pure uh volume that that's put putting pressure on any of the telcos for their internet for their mobile phones all the carriers have stepped up and waived roaming fees they've waived any late fees they've really stepped up to make sure that customers are not in a bind and they are well connected throughout this time and that could be in canada telus rogers and bell verizon at&t have done a good job and i think more specifically one that's that's really gone above and beyond from a communication standpoint is t-mobile 
they've done a great job keeping their customers informed on a daily basis not the generic email push or social blast they've really been more targeted on on what they're doing and i think they were one of the first ones to take pretty quick action compared compared to others so a lot of really neat examples that are happening it's it's cool in times of crazy pressure that some of the best ideas evolve and and you'll probably see that in customer interactions moving forward Great. And, and given that we can expect some changes in consumer behavior after things go back to the new normal, whatever that looks like, what can brands do in response? Yeah, and I'll, I'll say three things I think are, are really important and dive a bit deeper on each of them. Be local is, is really important. Being personal with your customers and, and really knowing where customers want to buy and where they're shopping holistically across different touch points. And so when I talk about being local, you know, whether it's big brands or even the, the small shop that, that sells really cool clothing down the street from your house, everybody has to think on that local basis. You, you want to make sure that whether it's big brand or small brand that you have your person to go to for your, your telco needs, your, your clothing needs, your food needs, you know, that butcher down the street that, that has killer steak. Really want to make sure that you're, you're creating a localized approach to your customer interactions. Secondly, is all about being personal. And I think that's even more important now. We can't send a mass generic message out to all customers in this time and in, in general ever. I think they, they don't really stick as much. Uh, so when you think about being personal, it's, it's having notes on who your customers are, especially in a service, you know, where our customers are in telco, especially in that, that service really, you know a lot about your customers, not so much their usage patterns, but more so around you know, they're in their, your stores on a regular basis. You want to get to know them and, and knowing that they just went on vacation or whatever it might be, you want to get to know more about them as a person versus them just as a, as a bill that you collect on a monthly basis. And I think number three is, is all about thinking about where customers shop a little more holistically. I use an example. My wife and I have started shifting our grocery purchases to, to online and, and delivery. That's, I think, a shifting mindset for a lot of people that are running out of time to, to go to the store and get stuff done. So when you think of your staples, I think a lot of people will start shifting more online. <laughs> you think of Amazon, they've had some crazy, uh, crazy spikes in hand sanitizer. So they're sh <laughs> shipping hand sanitizer yeah. all over the world. So just around what people are buying and how will shift. As you think about any retailer, they really have to know who their customer is. Um, make sure they appear local and really start to think of how will their customers buy their product. And, and within this next two to three month period, retailers might start to really realize that customers are buying in different ways and they will have to adapt immediately just to cover off the next handful of months, but also as times change or as, as we get through this, those shopping behaviors may not change. Right. I, I'm thinking we may see some <clears throat> acceleration in adoption of, new technologies that people were maybe a bit more hesitant to use previously, just out of necessity. Absolutely. And I think that's where retailers, the best retailers have shifted that way, where it's all been around creating that ultimate customer experience when they're in store, but having the technology and the, and the knowledge to, to know how to interact with them when they're not in store, either to make sure they're happy with their product and service or to, to let them know about some cool things that they have in store to, to purchase. And thinking, you know, just listening to the news, they're saying there's the possibility that we may be going back and forth with, you know, social isolation again, and then being 
as, as there's a period of recovery and then there may be another um, period during which we're required to practice social distancing again. If that does happen, um, how do you think brands can be better prepared? Yeah, so it's it's really being where where customers want to buy. And I was I was talking to Alex, one of my team members, this morning about this. I think what this has really opened up a lot of people's eyes on is if you think about social distancing, retail is not going away as much as there's been talk about that for the last number of years. I think retail will always have a an important role to play, but it'll be all tied to the experience. And if you talk about social distancing, it's around how can we enable our retailers to to book appointments to come in so you don't have 400 people waiting in line. A la an Apple store, you have people coming in, waiting for their meeting or appointment and leaving the store with what they need. So really make sure that it's it's more structured than, than mass chaos. That's point one. Point two, really starting to think of, of what is that omni-channel approach for, for customer buying journey. So technology and tech, the technology space, the telco space, anything where people want to touch and feel things, brick and mortar retail is, is hugely critical, but you do have to think of what will that customer's buying pattern be in current state, in future state, and hopefully four to six months after, after this all hopefully blows over, what, is, what are those buying patterns and how can you as a company uh, evolve with that? Well, as we see what happens, I think one of the interesting things that's happening is that people are craving interaction. So it is in some ways an opportunity for brands to be able to talk about things other than selling stuff. So um, thanks so much for talking with us and we'll keep in touch as this rolls out. Awesome. Thank you. Unprecedented times like these reverberate through cultures in unforeseen ways. For brands concerned that the repercussions will present grave challenges, it's time to accelerate innovative thinking and put the customer first in ways you hadn't previously considered. It's time for us all to figure out how to get through this together, to find a way to be truly useful without adding noise. If your customers need you, be there for them in ways you've never been there before. While it's a challenging time, it's also an opportunity to become a better communicator and a better brand. Statflow has a resource kit to help you stay in touch with your customers and employees if you need it. You can find it at get.statflow.com slash COVID-19. Again, that's get.statflow.com backslash COVID-19. I'm going to link to this and to Scott's LinkedIn in our podcast description so you can get in touch if you need to. Thanks for listening and everyone stay well. For more information about Think Retail, you can reach us at info at sld.com. For more episodes, visit us online at sld.com slash podcast. Next time, we discuss how brands can be future ready by leveraging strategic foresight. We hope you'll join us.